0: You are now listening to Talking That Talk. I'm T. And I'm Key. And we're a show of two informed and opinionated Black women. Each week, we will discuss thought-provoking ideas, life experiences, and perspectives with each other and special guests.
1: So buckle up. Because, because it's, it's going to be, be a hell, hell of a ride. ride.
0: This time on Talking That Talk. Hold on, <laughs> Explain. Elaborate. <laughs>
2: um our term for and and that's problematic too but our term for you know liberation
1: so i think like if you actually truly know yourself and know your worth then by all means hope but if you're using sex as an outlet to kind of like heal some old deep battle scars like eh, it doesn't work
0: (laughs) i'm curious to know what parts of being a housewife do you want because When I considered this episode and, like, what we would talk about, I started thinking, like, wow, like, could I be a housewife and, like, keep my sanity? For me,
2: I could be unmarried and still feel like a housewife. I think it's, like, a a, a mentality of being, quote, unquote, kept.
1: Hey T Hey Key What's good girl?
0: Nothing much, just coming back with another bomb ass episode And I'm so happy about our guest that we have today
1: Yes, we got our girl B in the studio Um, Blair,
2: welcome Blair (laughs) So excited to be here
1: So give us a little bit about who you are
2: So I i T's friend. I went to school with T. Um, met her in like a mutual organization that we were in. And I don't know how we became friends. Um, but we like spent much of that year hanging out. And then reconnected
1: over HODM. And here we are. <laughs> we did HODM. Explain. <laughs> elaborate.
2: <laughs> um, our term for... And and that's problematic, too. But our term for, you know, liberation.
1: Um, liberation.
2: And, yeah. And, like, we were just talking about dating and what we wanted to do, like, a few months ago.
0: Yeah. Actually, I are. reached out to her. And I remember that. Like, I reached out to her because I, I noticed that she was living, like, kind of... I didn't know much about her lifestyle, but I had just seen, like, pictures of really nice things. I was like, is she buying this or is someone else buying this? I mean, I want to know like how her life is going, like how is she navigating this world? And so when I connected with her, she was actually very like foretelling and just honest with me and open. And we've been able to like keep up since then. It's been really it's been fun.
2: Yeah. And um I think the weird thing is like when she reached out to me, I had already transitioned into my housewife phase of life. Um but I was pretty much like so I don't think I was prude, like I was always vulgar my whole life, but I like didn't mm-hmm. do anything while I was in high school. So I like was a total virgin when I like graduated at 18. Um and then like the moment that I
1: discovered dick, it was like over. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> the moment you discovered dick. How Literally. so how was that? How was your first experience?
2: I think you know what i think that is why i became the way that i i I became because it was such a good experience um and like all of my friends up until that point had such horrible experiences Mm -hmm. and they were like hated the guy and you know never wanted to have sex again but when i did finally lose it i was so happy i waited um i was grown um, he was my boyfriend. I was, like, madly in love with him. Um, he was gentle and perfect. It was, like, everything that I had imagined my whole life. And then after it was over, I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Let's do it again. And then I was just, like, never able to stop.
0: Okay, I love that. I actually waited until, until college to have sex, too. And then I realized after, I was like, oh, shit, this is what I've been missing out on. So, like, for you. No, you really. paper, right? <laughs> So when you finally did it, um, I know you said you were in a relationship. So like, when did that for you and your mind transition to hoeing? Like, when did it go from like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having sex with this person I really like, really care for, potentially love. Um, but now I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be hoe. And what does that mean for you when we say, oh, we're hoeing? What does that mean? So
2: I, well, one, I believe in the term, but I don't. Um, so I feel like the way that everybody else uses it, just as someone that's like having sex or whatever it is, I'm like, I don't really know how that applies (laughs) to me. I would be a hoe if I was like in a relationship and like fucking everybody else. Um, like that to me is hoeing. Yeah. But when I started school, I like hooked up with this girl in like the first or second week, I think. And I told him um, about it and he was like, he was fine. And um then I was just kind of like, yeah, I've never gotten to like be a teenager and now I'm a college student. So I really just like want some normalcy. And uh he understood that. So we like broke up pretty much then. And then, I was seeing, like, the same person. So I consistently, I have a thing about, like, not sleeping with more than one person at a time. Um, Unless it's, like, a threesome. But (laughs) if I'm sleeping with someone, I'm, like, only sleeping with them. So I every, like, few months, I would be sleeping with a new person. And then it was just, like, it became, like... I became, like, a man in my head, honestly. Like, men just became conquest. And I would, like, see niggas and be, like yeah, I'm going to sleep with him.
1: And it's
2: me and my friend. Like, I only had, like, one girlfriend because I, we just didn't like anybody else. And we were, like, the same person. And it, like, became to the point where I would, like, text her, like, I need you to sleep with him so I can know how it is. And we were both just, like, very normal with that. Um, So I didn't, like, feel, at the time, like, I'm, like, how am I hoeing when I'm, like, single as hell? And... I'm just with one person at a time and everybody like knows what's up.
1: Do you feel like it was some type of like emotional thing that you were looking for? Or it was just like, I'm finna do me and that's it.
2: Yeah, no, uh, like absolutely not. And to this day, I can like separate the two. Like there is someone that I had been sleeping with since my freshman year and I, I still sleep with him and we feel absolutely nothing for each other. Like absolutely nothing. We,
1: Yo, we like that's some dope shit. <laughs>
2: um, it, like every so often he gets a girlfriend, and then he he'll, he'll like text me like oh I have a girlfriend now. I'm like oh okay, and then we just talk again when they break up.
1: <laughs> um, I talk to him
2: about like being with other men. Like mm-hmm. he's we just feel nothing. Um and and we it works so well. Like we're so open with each other. We're so comfortable with each other. Um it makes for like a really good solely sexual relationship because we're just so honest like he has no reason to lie to me because I don't care about him so if he does something he tells me and you know we consistently get tested um he doesn't like live by me anymore so when he's coming into town we both like stop having sex like six months before and we start getting tested so that our results are accurate um but I think so. My, yeah, my freshman year, that was kind of like my vibe. But then after I just got like worse (laughs) and I was like, Oh, I feel like I want to be like dating niggas with money. So for a while I was just like dating hella niggas um, that would buy me shit. And that worked for a little bit. And then I was like, I feel like my sexual appetite was, like, insane. Like, I don't know if you've seen that movie, Jennifer's Body, where she yeah,
1: has I have. people. That was me. <laughs> yeah, like, Literally, that
2: <laughs> was me. Like, if I wasn't in class, I, like, had to be having sex. Like, I was addicted to sex. Um, and it just got so bad where I was, like, in, like, a group session. And I was laying there, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? um and it became it came to a point where sex w- did, wasn't a good feeling for me anymore and i like very much so believe that sex is supposed to be a good thing like it's supposed to re- have good emotions you're supposed to feel mm-hmm. good emotionally afterwards and i wasn't feeling that anymore it just wasn't a good experience overall so i stopped having sex um for like a year and a half and then like, went back to having sex with, like, one person that I liked, um, and then I stopped again, and I've been, like, celibate ever since.
1: Like, that, that's, hey, this is some, I'm, like, this, trying to dissolve this, like, you know, and absorb it, um, like, my first question is, the relationship that you have, um, with your friend how like you just guys can just like have sex and like it's nothing or whatever that is like so freaking like i commend you girl because like when i sleep with someone i don't know what it is it's just like that dick is mine now (laughs) Oh no, yo dick is mine and i like (laughs) so it's like it's weird no how did those conversations go
2: um you you know what let me fucking tell you that how we had sex the first time him and i um I liked his friend, so it was, like, me, my friend that I always hung out with, and then him and, like, his group of friends, and I really liked his one friend, this light-skinned nigga. Um, and it was, like, just months of just us, like, cat and mousing each other. Um, so one night, the four of us hung out, and I was, like, like this is it. Like, this is <laughs> the night, for sure, that I'm about <laughs> to have sex with this friend. Um, so my friend, you know, like pulled him away, like, you know, let's go hang out in your room so they can have some privacy. And my built up expectations of sex with his friend was like crushed and trash, and it was like two minutes, and we were just Oh, he was a
1: quick pump. We
2: were so (laughs) like I think he was confused too. Like we were both just sitting there, like, what just happened? Um Uh, and I was pissed, like I was pissed. I was like, I know I did not just waste a whole fuck for it to be (laughs) that. And I walked to his room, mad as hell, like, stormed in there. Like, I cannot believe him. That fucking sucked. And he was like, oh, I'll give you good dick. And we had sex, like, right there, like, right after.
1: Damn, bitch! I'm sorry, I don't know if you like people calling you a bitch, but I'm here for it. Yes. You are a straight savage. Like I I ooh. Yeah, and I was like, um,
2: it changed my mind. So life. what
1: makes you really want to give it up? Like what makes you want to give this this holdum up? Um, because I I like I'm I said, um I really
2: associate it with being a good thing. Like I think that sex mm-hmm. is a good thing. It's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, And it didn't feel good for me anymore. Like I was going through so much at that point in my life. I think this was like 2016. And then I like got much more into my religion. Like I had found a church that I liked at that point. So I'm like in church every Sunday. And I remember like praying, like being on my knees, like crying to God to like take the feeling away from me, like the desire to want to have sex. Because I had gotten so bad at that point. Like, I could not function if I was not having sex. Like, if I was not in class, I had to be having sex. Um, So, at that point, like, I think that year, I was just, like, only having sex with couples. Because I just, like, my sexual appetite was crazy. So, I would just be, like, fucking the husband and then fucking the wife. Like, because I just could not be satisfied. Um, And I hated that it had that type of power over me. And I hated that Mm -hmm. it didn't feel good. So once it stopped feeling like a good thing, I stopped. And that was like easy. Like God answered my prayer and it was, it was so easy to stop. Um, And then the second time that I stopped, I, I think I just became, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to sleep with people that don't value me.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: I was like, I like, what like what men already like i already in my feminist agenda like already think they don't deserve sex so the fact that i'm just gonna like let you use my body as a little fleshlight to basically masturbate with um because you don't care about me and that's what it becomes when you're having sex with these losers that don't give a fuck and they're just like here to get their nut um, I was like, yeah, no, they don't deserve this. So if I'm right. going to have sex again, it needs to be with someone that wants to have sex with me and doesn't just want to come. So the so, last time I had sex was like two years ago, and it was with the, my friend that I was telling you about. And I'm actually kind of sad about it because I'm like, wow, we I enjoyed him a lot,
1: but yeah you know what i really can honestly say that i don't think that you ever didn't know your worth i think you just kind of like re-established and like redefined what your worth was you know what i'm saying like i think now you started to attach your pussy you know, with power, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, hold on, wait a minute. Like, let me start getting selective. Yeah. Because
2: <laughs> it was like before I, and I've never felt like, oh, I have low self esteem. I have daddy issues, whatever. Like, no, my dad is great. I, I'm just like the ideal person of what everyone wants their daughter to be. Um, I just, I'm a human and I feel like girls have been like designed to feel like, um they just need to give men sex if they like them and like they are not allowed to enjoy it the same way that men enjoy it um but no in the beginning it was just about the feeling for me i'm like sex feels great like what this feels great these niggas are so attractive um that's what i want so for me i was like i don't feel like i'm being taken advantage of i'm taking advantage of them Like, they're literally my conquest. Like, they had no idea that I've been planning this for however long. Um, And then I would just not speak to them after. Or I would, but I would, like, have rules and, like, they wouldn't be allowed to talk to me in public type shit. Um, But more than anything, like, I, even then, I felt like I, I only had sex for the most part with people that respected me. So that's why it worked. And even with my friend, um, he kind of said the same thing. He was like, you know that you're like not in the group chat, you know? He's like, I've I've let you see it. Like, you know everything that everybody does. Um, And I never talk about you because, like, I respect it. And I think the last year that we were having sex, so like 2017, I don't know what I said to him, but he was like, yeah, I don't care if people know we have sex, like, do whatever. Um, I think I said, I think I said I was going to like comment something crazy on his picture and he was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, just don't do too much. Like I, you know, I don't care. Um, and then I think, yeah, that was like a turning point for me too, because I was just like, no, I can be having sex with people that like really do more than respect me, but like value me.
1: Right. Right. So what, like, okay, so now you're here and you want to be a housewife. So explain. <laughs>
2: Literally and figuratively, like, I got into the workforce and I was like, if I had known working was like this, I would have never gotten behind feminism because I am ready to be in the house. I yeah. I work. <laughs> working sucks. I hate it. Um, but people describe me that way and I think it's weird because technically I'm not even like dating so I'm not dating I'm not sleeping with anybody exclusively I'm not looking to date I'm like really the most socially awkward person ever and I'm really quiet so once I like stopped and out um like even like at work and things like people just thought that I was like still a virgin because I just my demeanor and I dress like a little grandma um so I like (laughs) meet all these guys and they're like well I tell them um you know up front that I'm celibate and they and I don't like I don't drink I don't smoke so literally I everyone thinks I am like Mother Teresa um, so they're, like, putting me in this, like, oh, like, you're, you're a good girl category, and I'm, like, lol, if you only knew.
1: If you only knew. <laughs> um,
2: but I think the last guy that I was, like, um, seriously having sex with, uh, I remember there was a, a moment where... I don't know how the hell i thought this but i thought that i had like slept with one of i thought his line brother was someone i knew and that person like knew about my past and i was like a nervous wreck about telling him and i was like yeah just like came out with it like i had a whole phase in college so yeah i mistakenly thought that i knew the person in one of his pictures so I, you know, blurted out, like, I had a whole phase in college, just in case that ever comes up with your friends. Like, I, you, I don't know, like, I respect whatever you want to do. And he's like, if you had told, he said verbatim, I believe he said, if you had told me this a year ago, I would have cared. But, like, coming into my adulthood, I've realized that all girls had a whole phase in college. So if I cared, I wouldn't Ooh. be able to date anyone. And I was like, oh, okay, like that went well. And then he goes, he goes, why did you tell me that? And I'm like, because like your, your friend, um, like he knows. He's like, who are you talking about? So I pull up the picture and he's like, Blair, that is not who you think it is. <laughs> that is someone totally different that does not know you. So I'm sitting there like, so I just told you for nothing. And he's like, Yes, you just told me that for nothing. <laughs> um
1: I
0: mean, he could say that, but it also you could have also been telling him for you, you know? Like sometimes we we just want to get like our past and our history like off of our back so we don't have to like carry it yeah. around with us. Or so we you know, so if they meet someone in public who has it's not like something that we're hiding. It's if, if that's if that's someone that you care about, you want to like be involved with. But for me, um
2: I personally do not care. So I think that there's a level of respect that needs to be had with every person um, that you sleep with. And the same respect that I expect my boyfriend to have for me is the same respect I expect him to have for his quote unquote previous hoes and girls that he was just fucking, whatever it is. So I expect you to respect their privacy um and their humanity and if they wanted you know me to know that you guys had sex then it would have been public information so I don't ask um if anything I will ask the girl like I asked this girl about my friend the one that I was sleeping with because I just wanted to know what she thought (laughs) um but I would never ask my boyfriend about other women if I have a reason to like be concerned or something worries me, I'll bring it up once. And if I have to bring it up twice, then that will just be the end of that. Um, so if if they needed to know who I was with, it would be strange to me because I'd be like, how is that? It's not your business. And I owe this person like a level to the same respect that I give to you and not discussing our sex life.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So I... I want to kind of change the topic a little bit. And I'm wondering a little bit about your perspectives on hoeing. Because I've had a different perspective on hoeing just, like, after, I think, coming in, into, like, the realization that there's a whole, like, lifestyle of, you know, sex workers and people who actually really do hoe for a lifestyle. And oh, hoe yeah, for money. yeah. And I'm and definitely, like, I'm all with it. Get your money how you live. All for it. I support sex workers 100%. Um, but I'm wondering... When I think of hoeing, I think of it more in that way, like hoeing for goods or hoeing for a lifestyle and not necessarily goods for money, you know. Um, and not, and when I think of like, because sometimes when people consider women as hoes, they th- they're thinking like w- women who are sleeping with a lot of men. And I don't really think that because I think that when we judge men, we're not calling them. I mean, sometimes we are, but <laughs> we're not really, you know, calling them hoes in the streets and all these different things because they choose to have autonomy with their body. So what do y'all think of that concept, the concept of, like, maybe, like, changing the framing of how we think of hoeing? Because I'm thinking of hoeing as a lifestyle versus hoeing as a a sport. <laughs> For
2: me, um, I think of it both ways. So I do think of it the way that, uh, you know, sex work and whatever. I call it whoring, to be exact. Um <laughs> And it's none of my business. It's not for me personally, but it's it's none of my business in regards to what other women do with their bodies. But because I have always viewed sex as this this thing for humans, I have always called men hoes. Um, so I try to explain because I'm like the uh, a feminazi. Um, I try to explain to people when they're like, oh, my God, how can you call that person The same way I would call a man a hoe. Like, they're hoes to me too. Um, I support your right to be a hoe. In that I support that it shouldn't affect your career. In that it shouldn't affect your humanity. And the way that people speak to you on the street. Just like it doesn't for men. But it doesn't change for me that you're a hoe. Just like I would think a man is a hoe. Um, And I, in my current state of mind, I feel like I look at it as people who aren't selective. So it's, like, if you're just, like, letting people masturbate with your body type thing, um, then I would kind of put it there. But, yeah, for the most part, I'm, like, yeah, fucking for goods, definitely. But I also think that there's this weird concept of, like, gold digger and, like, also associating that with hoe. I don't believe that, like, there's such thing as a gold digger. I don't believe in the term gold digger. I don't think that they exist. Um, because I, I feel like it is just a requirement in that all it does, it, all a person having money does for a quote is give them the opportunity. So it does not mean that you are automatically going to get to be with me. It just means that you have the opportunity to try. Um, the same way that my having a vagina gives me the opportunity to try to be with you and no one like if I didn't have a vagina you totally wouldn't want me like if I was just flat down there like a Barbie doll and there was no (laughs) hole you would not be like oh that's fine like we can just live a sexless life because I love you and I feel like that's the same with quote-unquote gold diggers I'm not about to live a moneyless life because I love you (laughs) Like yeah. I, I need a certain caliber of life and I shouldn't have to not have it when there are so many men that have it. So we 100%. all just, you know, find what we're looking for.
0: Yes. And I always think about that too. And I think about it, not even think, being it from a gold digger state of mind, but also wanting someone who is like equally yoked as you or like if you're, it doesn't have to be in the, the frame of like education or, you know, where you are in life, you know, maybe that too. But also just thinking about it in terms of like we we spend this time developing into women and that that includes our who we are mentally, who we are spiritually, who we are physically. And those things take time. And so when we're when, when as women, when we're dating men or when we're in a relationship. Why would we want to struggle? Why would we want to need for things? And exactly. of course, we, yeah. And like, yeah, we could provide that for ourselves. But but I don't want to. Enough, <laughs> yeah. It, exactly. Exactly. What the if same way that you
2: don't so want to, I you don't want to jerk a... off every
0: day.
1: Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. T to go on to your question, like I think I have like a weird relationship with sex. Um, like just throwing it out there, just kind of like with previous like abuse. So like sex for me, like was like I was utilizing it in a bad way. So I think, like, if you actually truly know yourself and know your worth, then by all means, hope. But if you're using sex as an outlet to kind of, like, heal some old, deep battle scars, like, eh, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Like, it didn't work for me um, because I honestly felt worse each time. Like, I would have sex with men that I, like, and they, and these were people that didn't, like, offer value like not like oh I'll give you some money they were just like hey I want to fuck you you know what I'm saying like I things that I like what like I did that like with him like oh my god (laughs) like so um and a lot of it was because I really kind of just was using my body to fix something within myself so yeah as an
2: escape I totally get what you mean I have a friend that she's doing that now you know so if she's in a bad mood she's like this is the only way that I'm gonna feel better um and that worries me because I think I think yeah for I think for a while that's what I was doing too like any emotion that I was feeling I was like I need to get rid of this emotion and I could only get rid of it with sex
0: wow so thank you for being vulnerable and like and sharing that I haven't had the um experience of being able to like indulge in my feelings through sex or being able to escape in that way in the form of HODM anyways. And um, I think I agree with you. It's definitely concerning when we see people we care about beginning to show those signs of dealing with their frustrations and life through sex. But for some people, it can be a healthy release and a healthy escape as long as safe sex is practiced and sex is practiced um, with sense, right? And being, and being selective. Yeah, similar to you, Blair, and like, I didn't lose my virginity into college, and I was in a relationship with that person for a, a long time. And then I feel like I got here, like I moved. And I attempted to have a whole phase. And it just did not work out. Like, I wanted to escape, like insects, and escape my emotions, but it didn't work out for me. And I'm like, Don't worry,
2: you're not missing anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most good, men to are <laughs> good to
2: know. Good to know. Yeah, I think now speaking, like, if I, well, I do have a little sister, but if I was talking to my little sister, um, I would, like, wish I knew, I wish I was, like, I was, like, very against masturbation um, growing up. And even now, like, I will not, like, penetrate myself type thing. But if I had, like, actually masturbated in college, my life would have been very different. (laughs) Like, very different. Um, And I didn't masturbate for like until the first time until like a year ago. And once I figured out how to make myself come, really? I was like, yeah. So literally just a year ago. And even then, I still only use like I don't have anything that goes inside of me type thing. Um, But once I figured out how to make myself come, I was like, I could never fuck another nigga again and be fine. Like,
0: <laughs> honestly, like, I, feel I feel like I feel that's no kind of where we are. We're getting to that point in life because it's like, You know what? We have these things that we want in a person, and we're we know how we want to be treated. And it's like, okay, if if you if you don't meet those things, or you're not that person, I have my womanizer. I can make myself come. I feel and I feel like that's also where I'm at, Blair. I'm like, um, I don't know if I'm willing to accept all these things in a person, or like feel this way after I leave this interaction. Like, is it worth it? Right. And
2: and for me, you know what it is. I'm like, men have. All of these quote-unquote standards. So they're not gonna wife a hoe and whatever it is, and they're not—they're taking women on pre-dates that bullshit, and they're not spending money until they know that they like you. Okay, well then you're not gonna sleep with me. So I just realized that if women stop sleeping with men, like they can get so much more out of life. Um, so yeah, now you have to jump through hoops, and there's a prerequisite to sleep with me. And I have all of these just, like, random, unnecessary things that I want. And the minute that I get turned off, like, that's it. But every time that I, like, don't, when I look back, I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't sleep with that person. Um, and it became, for me, like, not that I didn't. I think I realized that it was sex, when I stopped having sex, it wasn't because I realized that I didn't respect me. It was because I realized that I didn't respect them. Wow, And I feel like every time you get into bed with somebody, you become their equal. And I didn't want to yeah. be equal with a lot of the people that I slept with. I didn't think very right. highly of them. Yes. Um. So moving forward, I was like, that's how I, I navigate sex. I'm like, do I want to become this person's equal when I lay down with them? Do I always want to be associated with them? Am I willing to, like, risk falling in love with someone that I don't think very highly of? And now I'm always connected to them. Um, Because there are men that I'll be attracted to, and then I'll find out someone that they messed with, and I'm not attracted to them anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you like? Okay, cool. And I'm sure that it's the same for men. So for me, I'm like, it's almost to me as, like, being tainted by certain men. And I'm like, how dare I allow you to taint me for mediocre sex just for a feeling that can pass?
0: Yes. Wow, you're speaking that real. That's so true. So I have a question. How did hoeing affect your mental health? And how has that changed since you kind of changed your mentality into like becoming this housewife and this different version of yourself? Um, I think
2: for a while it was good, like, because I was happy. It was a good thing. Um, it was, you know, sex was like a normal part of my life, the same way that I would go to the cafeteria and enjoy it. (laughs) Um, so it didn't have like any bearing on me. Eventually, though, when I started using it to cope and it was like, I'm sad and I need to escape being sad by having sex all the time. Um, as my life changed those feelings changed so the more that I asked God to like take that feeling away from me and this is not a oh I became saved so I don't want to have sex anymore type thing it's it's really not it really is that I asked God to to make me stop having sex and it wasn't because I thought he wanted me to do it it was because I know that I I wanted me to do it um now I like, I'm like, I cope differently. So my life is very different. Um, My mental health is, is my, is different. I'm in a different place. And I also know that I don't do well with pain. So I'm like, if I allow someone to hurt me, like I'm probably not going to recover for a very, very long time. So I just don't chance it. I don't take that risk um but I I, if I was I'm like I'd probably still be having sex if I could heal but I, I can't so when I look at other people I never think anything like I never think oh how can they be doing that or whatever it is I'm just like oh I don't need it like I genuinely just don't need it anymore it's the same way that I stopped drinking tea every morning it just became something that is a pastime for me
0: Uh, um, something you said just like the idea of weighing the risk and benefits like what benefit does this potential like meshing of souls and laying down and you know making myself this person's equal like what benefit does that give me or what risk does that give me to my my soul and my spirit and my personal journey of healing and 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 my my gyno
2: literally used to say I had a male gyno and a female gyno, and um I was like very like into getting tested I was like very into sexual health the same way that I'm into my normal health um and my guy gyno used to say he used to be like stop sleeping with these idiots like he was like the health of your vagina it is the only thing that you cannot replace like you can get new eyeballs you can get a new heart you can get a liver you can get a new arm but you cannot get a new vaginal canal like you only have the one and you actually want The health of it literally and figuratively riding on the penis of some man that you don't think highly of that you don't trust and that anything can happen with like condoms don't protect you from everything so imagine that just because you wanted to feel good for 30 minutes that you got herpes for a man that you don't give a fuck about at all Mm -hmm. and now that's changed the entire course of your life Yes. So every time I weigh, I'm like, oh no, like I don't trust this like if the same way I wouldn't trust this person to administer me a damn shot and I didn't know what was in the shot is the same way I'm not gonna trust them to put their penis in me. It's just not worth it. I'm like, no, if I'm going to do this, like if I'm going to trust you the same way that if I had to trust you with my home and I had to like trust you with being around my money, is the same way that I feel like I need to be able to trust you with my body. And it needs to be that I think very highly of you.
0: Okay, so I have one. Of my, this is like my last question for you. I'm so thankful for your vulnerability and like how open you're being and the light that you're shedding uh, for people and also potentially for young girls and young boys. Like, I need to hear all of this. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but more so this is just for me, really. <laughs> Maybe it's for you too. Um, i'm curious to know what parts of being a housewife do you want because when i considered this episode and like what we would talk about i started thinking like wow like could i be a housewife and like keep my sanity like for you what does that mean does that mean like cooking and cleaning being cooking and cleaning being in the house taking care of kids like or just chilling what does that mean for you um you know what for
2: me I could be unmarried and still feel like a housewife. I think it's like um, a mentality of being quote unquote kept. Um, and I realized that after I stopped having sex, I was like, you know what? I really enjoy being lazy and I can only be lazy. Like with my boyfriends is what I learned because they loved me. So it didn't matter if I didn't do shit in bed. Um, And I was like, I want to be able to continue to do, to be lazy. Like, I want to be able to continue to, like, not want sex and it be okay. Um, I want to be able to stay home if I want to stay home and that be okay. Um, I could not actually be what people think is a housewife. I can't cook. Um, I have no desire to, like, clean up after any one I don't want 10 children running around that I have to take care of like if we have a bunch of children you need to hire them a nanny and you need to have a cook I really literally just want to exist um with my spouse if that's like what it comes to but for me it had like absolutely no- when I think of housewife it has absolutely like nothing to do with like being in the house and just everything to do with a mentality 'Cause men literally always say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, but by a housewife they literally just mean their girlfriend or whatever it is. Yeah. Like they mean she can't be keep be kept. Like they actually most of these loser ass niggas that say that want you to be working and to be splitting bills and have the audacity to say that they want to turn you into a housewife. Um, so it damn sure can't be that that they, yeah, that sounds they like literally terrible. That sounds mean. like a nightmare. <laughs> uh she can't you we can't turn her into somebody that like we can trust and that we can be proud of and that we can value
0: um and like i wouldn't want to be in that situation as that woman you know in that splitting bills and all that no (laughs) yeah like imagine but what's not happening no no of course i believe in putting in my part and but it doesn't all always mean the financial part right like that women do right and i I say that i say that to everyone Like my husband
2: will provide the house and i will provide the home
0: yes there we go i like that because men have other roles as well but you know to each their own like so was that one of your things that you may have considered one of the things that you said are kind of a how did you describe it i think you said a requirement that you that people may not necessarily consider reasonable.
2: Yes, it is. And I've had so many, you know what? It's always girls that tell me I'm being unreasonable. And I'm like, it just sounds like you feel like you can't attain it. So you think that I can't attain it. But I've been successful in attaining it over and over again. Like any man that really loves you will literally put up with whatever requirements it is that you have. If it is that you want him to get up every day at four o'clock and get you freshly squeezed milk from a cow, he will do that every day at four (laughs) o'clock. Um, Yes, (laughs) And it is the same with with sex like I have now it's been what two years and everyone that I've spoken to even my friend actually. So the last time that he um, saw me he I was like on my period and I was like, so I guess you're not coming over. And he was like, you know, we can just hang out like our life like we can do normal life like we don't have to like be having sex. And it became like that for me with other men. I'm like, one of the weird requirements that I have is that I don't allow men to sleep at my house um, for no reason. Like, I don't care what time it is. I don't care if it's a snowstorm outside. If you're not paying any bills here, you cannot sleep here. So you have to go.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> um, and if you want to sleep with me, I only sleep in hotel beds. So if you don't want to get a hotel, then you can't sleep with me. And now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, honestly, I only really want to be having sex on vacations that I didn't pay for. So yeah, (laughs) nope, if you the minute that like, it looks off, and I'm not offended. Like if you're like, oh, no, I can't date someone that's not trying to have sex, like because I need to, I totally understand. I'm like, that would have been me four years ago. So I'm not offended. I'm like, I'm not begging anyone to date me. So how are you telling me that I'm unreasonable? When it is your choice to date me. Like, you actively have to pursue me. If whatever I want doesn't work for you, then just don't pursue me. Like, I'm not complaining. I'm not out here like, why won't these niggas be shit to me? Like, no, I just be living my life. And if you want to be a part of that, then you need to go with whatever it is that I want. The same way that men make you go with whatever it is that, that they want.
0: I feel that. They don't
2: settle. Like, we have all these. We compromise. For what? They don't.
0: Yes. Women should not settle. We should not settle. And I feel like that is a good note to end this on. Don't settle. (laughs) And Blair, Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for, we want to thank you for coming on our show and being vulnerable and speaking your truth and telling us your story and your journey. It's been, it's a beautiful one. And in being someone who like talks to you, (laughs) it's, it's beautiful to talk with you and grow with you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Anytime. All right. Peace, love and blessings is talking that talk.